So we're looking at serving God and the interest of his kingdom pays the unmatchable. Serving God and the interest of his kingdom pays the unmatchable. That means it cannot be matched. But before I go into that, I want to let us look at service in itself. Service is a law. It is an immutable law of the universe. Today is our covenant day of settlement. Where you have not served, you can't be settled. I remember when I was in my teenage years, I worked with a particular company, last Nigeria PLC, and I was fortunate to be in Amodibiloe. So there were a lot of Igbos there. So I got to know what service meant. Because the Igbos have this kind of settlement. You serve your guy for some years, he settles you. So the level of your service determines the level of your settlement. You know, and I saw a lot of Igbo boys that were so, some of them were rude. Some of them would say, oh, my guy is so bad. When you serve him, we have seen people that have served him, he will not settle them well. But God is not like that, Oga. Once you serve God, he settles you better. So that is why it is unmatchable. But the matter is that I had one encounter with a particular guy because I'm this kind of person that I learn from observation more. So while I was just in Amodibi, I was just watching how many of them were set before I know this one has become a millionaire, this one has become rich. And one of them was so eager, oh God said to me, said to me. Many of us like that as Christians, we have not finished what we need to do. We just want God said to me. You know, so that particular guy, one day I just called him and I said, why don't you just cool down for your guy now? Be careful. He said, Kai, he has learned everything. Let your guy just say to him. So he kept disturbing the organ to the extent that the organ settled him. But the truth matter is that if you know the Igbo system of settlement, if organ has not shown you final secrets, you'll be a failure. Because whether you like, there's a trade secret on every business. So there's a time when organ will say, okay, Namdi, Bia, start going to Onicha. If organ has never said, Namdi, start going to Onicha, and they said to you, my guy, tell organ, say, you don't want the settlement. Because when a guy gives you 200,000 naira, it is that connection when you go to Onicha that gives you the better settlement. You go with 200,000 to Onicha and Lagos and come back with 3 million goods. So, the same applies to the kingdom. But in the kingdom, one thing that God's settlement does is that it can be matched. With the advent of Corona now, we have seen what has happened. The best healthcare in the world has failed. It failed. So we had to now run to God. Because the best healthcare in the world failed. People were dying. So when you serve in the flesh, you get the reward in the flesh. But when you serve in the spirit, the rewards are unmatchable. You can't match it. So, you know, there are some organizations that have good payments and good healthcare system. But they can't save you from things that you cannot see. But God can save you. So that's why serving God pays unmatchable. Hallelujah. We're looking at Mark 9.35. Mark 9.35. Jesus talked about this law. Because it is a universal law. And once we get it, we apply it in the kingdom. Because there is something in the kingdom that you can't get in the physical. So, 
we need to balance it. Apply it in the kingdom and also apply it to your day-to-day life. And that is where you get the best benefit of it. And as we do that, God will bless us mightily in the mighty name of Jesus. And Mark 9.35 says, he said, And he sat down and called the twelve and said unto them, If any man desire to be first, the same shall be last of all and servant of all. Mark that word, servant of all. And Mark 10, 44, Jesus saying there too, because Jesus is the greatest master that ever lived in the world, the Savior. He said, and whatsoever of you will be the chief first, shall be servant of all. You know, while Pastor K was preaching, he made mention of MTN and the rest of them still making waves. Why people were saying we're under lockdown. It's because while we're under lockdown, they were still serving. They were still serving. Praise the Lord. So if you keep serving, you will keep getting the blessing of God. And I see God blessing you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Exodus 23, 25 to 26. He said, And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and he will take sickness away from the midst of thee. No organization can take sickness away from the midst of thee. It's only God that does that. So, and it's only God in when you serve God in the kingdom. But you must serve God with understanding. So, there shall nothing cast their young nor be barren. That's another thing, unimaginable. You can't get it in the business world or in the career world. It's only in the kingdom. He said, nor be barren in the land. He said, the number of days I will fulfill. No matter how your organ loves you, or your organization loves you, they can't increase the number of your days. Only God does. Praise the Lord. Only God can fulfill the number of our days. So, what does serving God, what does it do for us? Serving God secures the future. That's number one. It secures your future. If you are serving God, just be rest assured that your future is secured. Because God takes care of his own. Mark 23, 25, verse 26, the only same place we read. And also Malachi 3, 17 to 18. He said, and there shall be mine, swear the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels. He said, and I will spear them as a man spared his own son that serveth him. So when you serve God, he spares you. He said, verse 18, he said, then shall ye return and descend between the righteous and the wicked. Between him that served God and him that served him not. So serving God secures your future. It's just so that your future is secure. So that's number one thing that serving God does. The number two thing he does is that serving God secures peace. Secure peace that passes all knowledge. It secures peace. Because, you know, the only thing that can give you peace in this time of this pandemic, it kept changing. They said, endemic, uh, uh, what they call it? There's a, I don't know, because I, they said it from, it was a, what's it? Eh? Epidemic, pandemic, and, you know, isolate, treat, whatever, whatever all those grammars. <laughs> so the only thing that can guarantee you is serving God. He said, serving God, number two, secures peace that passes all, on, all knowledge. When you are serving God, you have that peace 
that no matter the pandemic, endemic, codemic, or whatever name they call it, it can't come near you. But that doesn't say we should not do our own part that we need to do actually. But despite doing your own part, you know, there's this thing you do out of fear. Even if you put no smacks. If you're so fearful, the no smacks will not protect you. You understand what I'm saying? So, but we do our own part, put the no smacks, but just doing it because, yes, we need to fulfill all righteousness. But not because, because you know that God protects you quite alright, but do your own part. But when you are not someone that serves God, understand that, yes, you are secured. You won't have peace. You'll be fretting anywhere you go to. God will grant understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. So, serving God secures peace that passes all knowledge. Luke 10.5 He said, and, in, and into whatsoever house ye enter, first say, peace be to this house. Peace be to this house. Salam alaikum. Peace be to this house. That's what we're supposed to be saying. They stole it from us. Salam alaikum. Amu alaikum salam. Peace be unto this house. Praise the Lord. It is ours. But mostly find out we don't say you just enter somebody's house, you enter your house, you enter any house. You're supposed to say peace be unto this house. So that's what, and he said peace be unto this house. He said be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth, that's Galatians 7 verse 8. For he that soweth to his flesh, Galatians 6, 7 verse 8. He said be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh, shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit, shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. So when you sow to the spirit, you reap. When you sow to the flesh, you reap. But sowing to the flesh cannot guarantee what sowing to the spirit can do. It's unmatchable. That's why serving God pays unmatchable. It can't be matched. Praise the Lord. God will grant us understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. So the law of giving and receiving is the fundamental law and is the law of service. The more you can serve, the more you get. You know, uh, you find that there are some people that they will say because they say the more you serve, the more you get. They are in sanctuary. They are hospitality. They are in uh, choir. They are in uh, trinity. Okay. All the other services that you need to have. They are in Matanyabo. They are in uh, every service. If you serve, if you serve God that way, you can't give your best. But if you are in choir, let them know you are in choir and you are giving your best. Before you know, you become a choir leader. But if you are not serving in the choir with all your best, you find that you just be there among people that are bearing. <laughs> you understand? You will not grow. So wherever you are, if you don't give in your best, even in the kingdom, you know, there was a time we were so engulfed in this service in when I was in sanctuary. The man, a friend of mine, is a regional manager now. We went somewhere, went to Cardinal for a wedding. And the morning we woke up, it was on Saturday, we said, let's go for one church and go and clean first before we, before we go to where we are going to. Because we're not feeling normal. So when I came to this church, before I know, they said, ah, they already said, okay, they're going to give you sanctuary leader. I said, no, my sanctuary leader is coming to this church, so reserve it for him. And they still made me an assistant. You know, so service will distinguish you. 
It's we. So serve God without understanding and you shall be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. So serving God also, what does it do? Number three, it secures health and vitality. Exodus 23, 25, 26. Just like it was said in first service, there are some people that they have large finance. But they are large, that's why the large finance, the kind of chunk of money that their health issue takes away, it's so large. That when they tell you, say, when I, I remember there was a particular, I think, former governor, so they say they change his blood every month or whatever. If they want to give you the kind of money he has, you say, no, keep the money I don't want. Because the money was with too much trouble. How can you be changing blood every month? These are something that God can do. God keep renewing our strength every day. Renewing our soul. Vitality and health can only be gotten from God. No matter the good healthcare system. It's only God that can give true that can give divine health and vitality. Praise the Lord. Number four, serving God, what does it also do? Serving God secures supernatural breakthrough. Breakthrough that you can't understand. It's just happening. People will imagine that, what is he doing? But they will know that, yes, because you understand the secret of service. So wherever you are, if you apply it, as you are serving God, you are applying it in also in your place of assignment, your career, your business, whatever you are doing, your ministry. When you are applying it, it will be paying you. Because the kingdom secrets are for us to use. Not just in the kingdom here, but also in our day-to-day activities. That is where we get the best, but it's, it's, it's encompassing. That's why they say Christianity is a way of life. Praise the Lord. So we must understand that. So, it secures supernatural breakthrough. Before you know, they are just saying, ah, no, that guy, no. you know, I, I had a testimony of a particular person in the physical realm. When they said, every day, before anybody comes to work, is there. So one day, when they wanted to give a particular post to somebody, they now said, there's one car that used to park there. I don't know the person, who, but he comes here before me. Who is that person? And that's how he was elevated. Joseph was elevated because of service. Daniel was elevated because of service. The same way you shall be elevated by your service in the mighty name of Jesus. So what do we do? So that in that serving God, we can look at Luke 5, 1 to 7, talking about Peter. When they offered Jesus their boat and they had a net-breaking experience, the breakthrough was so massive that they had to call their neighbors. Your breakthrough, you must call your neighbors to celebrate with you very soon in the mighty name of Jesus. So we must understand that. So what do I do for my stewardship to qualify for reward? Because you must serve God acceptably. You must serve God to the extent that, you know, you must serve God to the place where the blessing will come. You know, and if you don't understand these vital keys or three keys that I've been given before, which I will give again, he said, we must serve God cheerfully. Cheerfully. When you are doing it, do it cheerfully. Do it cheerfully. I remember when long time, one time like that, I was, uh, they transferred us to Agingi Church, very small church like that, and I was passing the church. So as I was going to church that particular day, you know, I was passing through this, uh, that, uh, what they call it, that dung road towards that side. You know, there's this, it was raining. During it was 
the place was muddy. So when I got to that particular place, when I drove in, seeing I was going to come out, you know, and uh, I got stuck there. You know, somebody will say, ah, but you are going to do God's word now. Angels will just remove you. No, I got stuck. That was a test for me. Immediately I did, I removed my socks, removed my shoe. I just carried my shoe and my Bible. I came out from the car, locked the car. There was a time I even were carrying my children. I said, okay, my grandma, yeah, you should start trekking back home. I now trekked to the church from there. I came back. When I entered my car, it just came out from the place. So, there are some times you do some things, you imagine. Is that madness? Papa was not there to see me. My members, I could just call them because it's a small church. Because we did service itself. Sometimes maybe we are three or four. I would just call them and say, people, no service today, just go home. Or if they just go there and they don't see me, they will go home. Because I was the Alpha and Omega there. So I could do and undo. But no. God was seeing me. And the reward of service is when they are not seeing you, what are you doing? Praise the Lord. God will get us understanding. So do it cheerfully. I did it cheerfully. You know, so there are many things we do that, you know, I had a testimony of one of our pastors. He said, there was a time they gave me a particular assignment in a long place, very far from his house. Well, he kept doing it for years. It's just like from you going from, uh, from Dong to Army Engineer or from Federal Locals to Army Engineer every every Saturday. And one day, he kept doing it. So when the result of elevation came, we're no surprise. So that's the same way God operates. God will grant you understand their mind. So do it cheerfully. Don't say, ah, that place is too far. How can I be doing it? I can't do it. As you do it, God is seeing you. And God that is seeing you in secret will reward you openly in the mighty name of Jesus. B, we must serve God willingly. 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 Without anybody forcing you. Willingly. You must be willing. Because anything you do that is not willing, you can't be blessed. You can't be blessed. So do it willingly. Not out of necessity. Cheerfully. First Corinthians 9, 17. He said, for if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. So if you do this thing willingly, you have a reward. Whatever you do willingly, you have a reward. He said, a disper- He said, but if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. Second Corinthians 8 verse 12 says, if a, he said, but if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted. According to that a man hath, not according to that he hath not. It's according to what you have, not according to what you don't have. Fine and good. You can say, okay, I'm a banker. You don't have the time, but you have the finance. So God expects you to serve him using that. So it's according to what you have that God expects you to serve him. You can sing very well. Because when choir are singing, you say, Kai, I don't like that voice. Why are you not in the choir? So it's like that. So God expects you to use what you have to serve him. Not what you don't have. It's not requiring you to, oh no, it's not requiring you to give him what he has not given you. Somebody might imagine what has even God even done for me. He said, I even say I should do all these things for God. Imagine if we are paying for the air we breathe. If God has not done anything for us at all, for us to serve him. The air we breathe. 
It is with this pandemic that I saw people turning to God again. Those that have left him, far away from him, they are coming back. I saw people singing to his glory in the hospitals. Why? Because they know that this thing has passed man's capacity. Praise the Lord. So you and I are benefiting these things. And we're going to benefit it in the mighty name of Jesus. So serve God with a willing heart. Do it cheerfully. It is what you sow that you reap. It is whatever you sow in the kingdom. There are blessings that cannot be matched. No organization can give you long life. No one can give you good health except God. No matter the kind of drugs or whatever you take. You know, somebody will say, I ah, know, you know, because I know how to do exercise very well. Ask those that have big tummy whether how many exercises have removed the tummy. <laughs> you know, the tortoise is very slow, but it lives longer. So it is God. Praise the Lord. You know, when you see people that have tummy, especially like um, some people say, say you're not encouraging us. So <laughs> I say, I'll keep you keep encouraging us so that we we'll keep doing the exercise. <laughs> You know, God will get us understanding the mighty name of Jesus. So we must do it willingly. Then the third thing we must do for us to have the reward is that our service must be in love. It was in love motivated. Love motivated. Love motivated. Anything you do that is not out of love. You know, people say, when, 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 when uh, Sunshine, those days, there was a lady that said, if God did not do this thing for me, you know, I've already, you know, like, my pastor K said, he said, it's not a business transaction. It's not a wazo bet. It's not ninja bet. That I put in two. One, one, I don't know how they play it because I've never played it and I'll never play it. <laughs> you put in 100 naira, you get 2,000, you get cash. Cash. It's not cash in and cash out. In that sense. You must remove that mentality. It's somewhere like that. But it's not like that when it comes to God. Because when you are expecting that, when it comes to that in your mind, that means it's out of love. When you are giving from love, you're not looking at what you get. You don't be now be seeing, ah, these things are just coming effortlessly. Praise the Lord. So, we must have that understanding. It must be in love. Do it in love. He said, First Corinthians 13 verse 3, he said, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be born, I have no charity. It profited me nothing. So whatever you do in the kingdom, do it out of love. Do it because you love God. Not because you expect that, okay, the lady like that said, if God does not do this for me, I will marry anybody. I've given God time. By 2020, if he doesn't give me my husband, anybody that comes, I'll just marry him. And she married one allergy. And when sanctuary like that, I mentioned, I don't know, many, some people will know their story. The allergy used to bring her to church. Maybe when they were dating, I don't know. So when they got married, I was still bringing her. The last thing is that after some time, he said, say, I want to go to church. You know, in that, in their book, there's where he say you should beat a woman to submission. If you don't know. Oh, you don't know. No, I've, I've read it. So when she doesn't want to come in the line of the book, you beat her to submission. You chastise her to put her in order. So it was now putting her in order. So I still said, they crying. Pray for me. I said, I'm not going to waste my time. They pray. So do it out of love. 
do it for the love of God. And God will get understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. So let's be love motivated. Whatever we are doing for the kingdom, what we are doing for God, let's be more love motivated. And as you keep doing it, you keep seeing the blessing. And people will begin to marvel and say, what? Is he the only one? Because you are doing it cheerfully, you are doing it willingly, and you are doing it from your heart, out of the love for God. And as you do that, God will bless you mightily in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's be on our feet and give God glory. Let's magnify him. Celebrate him his word of all our praises. Blessed be the holy name, Father. We give you glory. We magnify you. Be thy exalted, Lord. Thank you, Father. We celebrate your faithful God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you are this morning, you have not given your life to Jesus, you'll not be able to do it cheerfully. You'll not be able to do it willingly. You'll not be able to do it from love. Because God is love. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So, until you accept the child of God, you can't serve God with love. You know what love is. So, if you're here this morning, you have not given your life to Jesus, just put your right hand on your chest. I want to pray with you very quickly. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Today, I surrender my life to you. I want to serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' mighty name.